Hey everybody, welcome to the Disrupt Davao podcast. My name is Regina and I will be your host. This is a conversation series with entrepreneurs, innovators, and disruptors in Davao City during the times of COVID-19 pandemic. We want to know how our friends are doing, how their businesses are doing, how are they pivoting and thriving in this current climate. We want them to be heard, discovered, and more importantly, feel supported, especially under these extreme circumstances we are in today. So welcome to the show and let's get right to it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Disrupt Davao Podcast. My name is Regina. I hope you guys are safe, very well, and dry. This past few days, we have Thai food coming in and another one coming in. So it's crazy. I hope you guys are staying indoors. Also, I hope you guys have already secured your QR codes because upon recording this, it has been announced it is a mandatory, especially if you're moving around the city, buying essential goods, do shopping. So there are different um, checkpoints everywhere. So I hope you guys have secured your QR codes for your friends, for your family, and your team. For today's episode, I'm very excited to have Marge Alawi Bulawan. She's the creator and the lead of Biggest Garage Sale Davao. And she wasn't kidding when she says the biggest because they have hosted one of the biggest garage sales in different places around the city, pre-COVID, of course. And it is run by an all-volunteers community of creatives committed to inspiring and educating individuals and communities on recycle, reuse, repurpose, and upcycle lifestyle gearing towards zero-waste Davao. I'm very excited about this topic because I myself am very guilty of trying to accumulate a lot of stuff and I wanted to get rid of it but I really don't have most of us don't have the idea on where to go how to get started and um, yeah so very excited to have Marge on the show so without further ado let us bring her in hi Marge how are you and your family today thank you Reg I'm happy to be here I'm good I'm good I hope all is well with you too yeah, the weather is crazy today. I mean, the wind is super, super crazy. It's like um, crazy windy today. I'm not sure if you felt it in your area, but um, here, at least in Echoland area or Matina area, it is very, very windy. At least today, um, by the from the time we're recording this. Well, in Mintal, it's a little bit calm. So, baka mamaya pa. <laughs> oh, the traffic lang. <laughs> So before we jump in and talk about BGS Davao, Biggest Garage Sale Davao, I wanted to basically tell our listeners about you, about who you are and what was your background before doing the Biggest Garage Sale Davao. And I know you've always said that you're always on the background, you're always behind the scenes, behind the lenses. And I apologize if I'm putting you on the spotlight right now, because I'm very amazed by how you started, you know, your um, before the before BGS for becoming a community builder. We've worked together in the past organizing events around community building, especially around women and have witnessed and seen you do your work. So I'm curious, what was your life before? Becoming a community okay. builder. Um, myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I spent over 10 years uh, creating content for the web. I decided to work with locals and really build communities. I graduated with a mass communication degree in Ateneo de Zamboanga. And 
I really like writing stories. Um, stories that people read, not really stories for the bots. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are two kinds of content that we write. So I'm more of um, the stories for humans. And I work with companies that um, run global operations um, from publishing to news media, uh, travel and tourism, e-commerce, tech. Yeah. And work mostly focused on creating strategic content for the web that is digestible by humans. Um, but after 10 years writing stories for foreign people, their products and their technology, um, I wanted to learn more about the people in my community and tell their story. And yeah. so BGS happened. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, now that we're talking about BGS or Biggest Garage Sale Davao, I mean, what what is it? What is the vision, the mission of this whole business or this whole project? Okay, BGS, it's um, the biggest garage sale that started here in Davao really in 2019. It's about um, people coming together, working together, and building a better community, a more sustainable community. And our story, my story begins here in Mental, uh, where I live and where my friend Aubrey and I launched the first uh, event together. Um, I guess we were big dreamers, so biggest. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I thought um, if we were to make an impact, why not make it big? Even bigger than us, maybe. Uh, you know what they yes. say. If the dream does not scare you enough, maybe it's not big enough. Mm. We were to dream, why make it small? Right. The keyword, biggest, that motivated us to work harder, um, that pushed us to do more. And I'm just thankful that I had a really supportive friend beside me that mm-hmm. made things possible right at the beginning. So we could fail, and I was ready to fail fast. It was very ambitious for two people who were non funded, any community connections. Uh, who doesn't really know anything about the double market. And we were both new to organizing events. So um, longest time, I was a freelancer serving foreign clients. And uh, my experience had nothing to do with local people. Yeah. <laughs> building, um, but I guess at the time, we had nothing to lose. So we just dive into doing it without any business plan and all that. It wow. Was- started from a small conversation really rich um we are both parents to little waldorf learners um mm. enrolled into Buran institute it's a steiner waldorf school here in davao and yeah. being a nature school we uh we walk a long path before we reach the school gate and we walk the same distance after school so um it's one of those walks when we had a conversation about waste pollution. It was sometime in 2018, and social media news feed that time exploded with news about the global crisis on waste pollution, um, food from the sea containing microplastics, environmentalists crying over what seems an endless battle. And I was born and raised in the southernmost part of the country, Tawi-Tawi, before I came to Davao uh, to build a family. It's that place near Borneo. Mm-hmm. So what's life there? And this topic uh, really hit me hard. But wow. at the back of my head, I thought, what can someone like me do? I mean, I was just a person who knew mm-hmm. nobody, who was nobody here in a strange place that I now call home. I chose the quiet life at the time, and it felt like 
should I even bother doing anything at all when right. I can just continue living the quiet life? Um, but at the same time, I was also curious what I can do to contribute something good. I, um, I, was, I was lucky to have a friend beside me who shared that anything that makes money, it must be something good at least. Then I met really good people. I actually met you. Women <laughs> <laughs> when I started engaging with the community. And um so Marge, how how bad are we as a city with with our waste management? I know there are initiatives and other movements and projects partnered with the government, but how how are we going in, in terms of our Waste uh, in comparison with other uh, with other cities around the Philippines, we haven't really um, dissected those, uh, yeah. those numbers. But I know in Davao City, we generate about over a thousand tons of waste daily. The collection, uh, the collection is only two hundred plus a day, two hundred uh, two hundred ninety two tons a day. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so yeah, it was really time to to help. Yeah, the government really needs uh, people uh, to have initiatives in their own communities. So with communities, Marge, how does that work? Do you how do you pick the communities you partner with, or does it generally go backwards? The communities actually go to you, and you do the garage sale. Like how how does that? All that process. Well, so far, the community goes to us. Um, when we did the mental event, uh, Sheila, who is now part of our um, of our group, uh, introduced us to her community. And then um, we were invited to the Ecoway Summit, uh, thanks to Miss Milay Santos of Ecotineo. And there we we met uh, barangay leaders and school leaders as well. So we were supposed to do like three more events this year. Mm the pandemic happened yeah covid sayang um but i'm curious marge i know you've hosted uh two or three already with this biggest garage sale devao what i'm very curious what are some of the things crazy weird interesting things you've seen that people are selling because i know garage sales are secondhand pre-loved and stuff like that I'm I'm just curious. Were there what's the trend of products, or what are the common products you see that are being sold um, during these events? Yeah, um, the the sellers who joined us in the past events were mostly really artists, creatives. So they really right. uh, really had interesting collections. There were comic books that are no longer we no longer find elsewhere. There were um, paintings as well, uh, collections. Uh, I noticed that most most Dabawenas love clothes. So, <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah, so we had a lot of clothes uh, at the events. Um, there were things for kids, um, wooden toys. Yeah. Mm, you mentioned creatives, and it's interesting to see how a lot of creatives are attracted to these kinds of movements and projects, and more and more are expressing these through their art, expressing these save the environment movements and all these environment friendly type of initiatives through their art, through their output. And interesting because you also said that most or all of your team are creatives that is that correct mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you see Raj, there's a lot of talk about zero waste but not a lot of people uh, fully understand 
what really means to go zero waste. Before I answer that, I just wanted to give a little bit of a background that most people talk about products when they talk about zero waste. And I would agree at some point, but there should be more to that. Engage in conversations with someone interested in the zero waste lifestyle. It's about where can I access this product and that product? And we think if we think about it more, it's a costly lifestyle that ordinary people at community level will tell me, we don't have that here, or more often, I can't afford that. So in the mm. meantime, those who cannot afford continues to create waste because that that is what's affordable to them and what's available to them. Shouldn't we be talking more about what to do with the current resources now in the community, in the households? What do we do about the waste we create? And it's not just plastic. How about clothes um, that we have at home? What yeah. do we do with our kitchen waste? So there's, that's where the creative community tries to step in for creative solutions and create something from it. Let us teach you the skills. Let, let us teach you some skills. If you have the skill, it takes less than five minutes to pick up something like an old t-shirt and give it new, new life. Say, make it into a hair accessory instead of throwing it away or make it a bag. Milk yeah. into educational materials. These are easy DIY things uh, that you can do at home. So we introduced workshops at events to inspire the work of hands. And hopefully those who learn the skill awakens their consciousness to be more mindful, more responsible, that in ways will encourage them to take action at household level in reducing waste by practicing reuse, repurpose, yeah. uh, awakening of the consciousness in a way we hope influences their buying decisions. At least that's what I hope. And mm. so try to involve local businesses in events. And it's important that we have access to local goods. You know, if you can buy soap from your nearest neighbor, yeah. right, you have to buy it elsewhere if it means contributing to carbon footprint. But most of us, we don't know that essential goods we are looking for is actually produced by our next door neighbor. Yes. And maybe they're growing vegetables and fruits or making spreads like durian, uh, chocolate spread, even sardines and all these products that we are crazy about. So yeah, I really hope that the community events we organize help people discover what's in their community. And I also hope uh, that would help people build a deeper relationship when they get to connect, uh, to engage with their neighbor and get to know the local business a bit more. That's, that's kind of interesting with the creative input and be, because most of us, I mean, I'm guilty of this too. We have lots of things at home, but we don't know what to do with them. Like we don't have somewhere we just dump our, because in the US they do that, like donation dumps and they, you can just bring your um, clothes and then you put put in somewhere and then they, they take care of it. However, here we, we, we don't know, like I have my kids' books from last year still sitting here, you know, and, and I'm like, okay, how do I donate this or where, what do I do with this? And a lot of, I know a lot of people too with, there was a phase with Marie Kondo and all everyone is like purging and everyone is organizing, but then they end up buying more things to organize things. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, well, that's kind of counterproductive. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. So I'm like, well, I'm trying to dispose a lot of things, but then I'm also adding more things, yeah. <laughs> you know, but because you guys have, you know, have different um, events, trainings, 
on how to upcycle your already existing um, things. So that's very, very good. I think it's time that we really involve the community. Philippines is not a rich country. We have pitched in a little bit of what we can do and it starts at the household level. <laughs> the only way for us to really create a more sustainable uh, solution in our, in our community, you know, this consciousness about our responsibility towards waste that we create uh, must be alive in each of us who is part of the community. And, and do you think it's now harder with COVID um, to practice that lifestyle? Actually, <laughs> right. um, building a technology is not the ideal uh, thing to do for this kind of setup. Because when you want to build a relationship, you know, you really have to connect physically, engage physically, make a conversation. Yeah. But yeah, pandemic for sure. was a big blow. And the last one you had was in February this year, um, just before COVID. Um, can, you, can you tell us what are some of the things that this pandemic did with uh, for, you know, for the biggest garage sale, Deval? I'm sure you've canceled some of your events this year already. Do you have any other, um, what are some of the challenges this pandemic has brought to BGS? Yeah, Raj, that was a big blow um, to us. Uh, of course, the events had to be canceled. Mm. We can't get the special permits. It was a full stop on our operations. Our workshops had to stop too. And work was something you teach in a physical setting. Mm, yeah. We wanted real results and not just for the money. So we decided until we really get a feel how it's going to work if we offer it online, then we had to cancel and refund all bookings. Yes, the good thing was that our group were creative entrepreneurs in spirit. And so hmm. uh, most of us were naturally resilient. I'd like to see that. Um, in survival mode, creatives will always create in the most creative way. Most of us, uh, like Hazel, Sheila, myself, we found sort of diversion into growing plants. Uh, they grow ornamentals and I grow herbs. And for others, they focus on cooking. Uh, well, one of us, I guess, is meaning No malicious meaning is that she is now a proud mama after a long wait. Hi, love. Wow. So I just mean to say that something good still happens in the midst of this pandemic. Uh, some of us are out of the country, and the rest continue to do what they do best, uh, crafting. So uh, generally, we all took a pause, and we all needed that. The new normal wasn't really easy. And the adjustment period took a while, but at some point I knew we had to bounce back. Started was something meaningful and we received favorable feedback. Surprisingly, it, we had an amazing support uh, and this allowed us to run events even when we didn't have the money right at the start. Nice. Local businesses, organizations, schools, and even individuals we met were so generous to support the initiative. Yeah, you've, you've got a lot of partners too. <laughs> yeah. Well done. So I can't be more thankful for that. And also for that, I think we owe it to a lot of people to continue to keep going. So um, I guess my tech background came in handy during this time. Mm, for sure, yeah. I had a few units in programming. I worked with a few tech startups in Israel and Singapore. Uh, I have a small group of friends who are developers and I collaborate with them. I'm with small projects. And while my line of work is mostly in writing, uh, I still work on front-end uh, front web development for a few clients. So it was a quick decision to bring the events online. So we started developing the platform with a multi-vendor function. 
and location mapping that hopefully makes it easy for anyone to host a sale in the nearest neighborhood where you can find things that you can reuse, repurpose, recycle. So we decided to run a pilot to get a feel of what it's like to host a garage sale online from the operations end of the business. Uh, considering current condition and also to help us better understand what we are still missing to find out what we can do better to serve the community. Wow, this is the very first online biggest garage sale, right? It comes from the biggest dreams. <laughs> wow, you've, you've, you've now um, lit, raised the standards higher <laughs> with, with your garage sale. Thank you, Ed. Thank you. Wow. And so, so you have a platform. So how does this work? So you're going to launch it um, November, correct? Well, for the tech, we should be able to launch the beta version, I hope, in the first or second quarter of 2021. It all goes well. So we are trying to test the waters, how it's like to really host a garage sale. So thanks to platforms and technologies like Facebook, we're able to do that on social platform. Yeah. Uh, and then we're, we're going to mirror that uh, into our back end and, and see how it how it works from there, but we're not going to publicly yet um, okay. make use of the technology this year. But the one you're having, I think uh, the the next event you're having, it, that's online as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to host it on Facebook at this time. Okay. And is that a Facebook group or is that a Facebook event where we just no. join? Yeah, we have a Facebook page. Um, biggest garage sale so that's where we put up all our updates and they they will have to register first to to get the information and how they will participate okay yeah so it, it so when they participate there what are what what are we going to be expecting there so there will be are you live selling is that how it works or are we just they have, have to, to the shop um we have five uh we have five hosts around the nice. there are five locations so they can choose which host they want to they want to shop from. Their items will all be available via the shop. Nice. Okay. And is is that is that going to be what biggest garage sale Davao would look like if this is successful? Or are you still thinking of doing a hybrid maybe model in the future? Or is is that all it, have you guys had that conversation where you are just going to continue just doing this online or are you really wanting to go back to the physical um physical setup ideally uh when we do garage sale it's really the physical setup but given the circumstances and the condition i don't think we can do that in, in, in the long term uh, these are uncertain times but yeah we really would like to go back to the physical setting but in the meantime, um, we are doing this um, and see how it goes. I, I, I don't want um, to, to give final statements on how the future will look like. Mm. But uh, yeah, uh, let's, let's cross the bridge when we get there. Again. Yeah, so this, is, this online event is going to be exciting because first, number one, it's, it's, you, it's your first time to do this mm -hmm. after the pandemic, after being idle for so long. Second is... Christmas is coming, you know, Christmas is just right around the corner and people are now looking to buy gifts and buy presents. And there's always that, there's always that beauty in buying something handmade or something secondhand, you know, that there's that thought, thought to it. So you've, you've actually launched this at a, at a better time. 
Yeah, with the holiday fast approaching, we really anticipate piles, more piles of waste than usual. Mm. So we thought it to be a good time to sort of create some awareness and inspire mindfulness and responsibility. Nice. Nice. I hope the Bavanias will come to check out their collection. Yes, we are going to publish that and I hope our listeners are going to share that. All the links will be shared on the show notes um, and, you know, we are going to promote that event for sure. But I think some of the questions here is what are some of the challenges in transitioning online? I know that you have already a, a background in tech, but with your other um you know, other team members, did you guys any have any challenges in, in planning the online event? Yeah, these are these are non-techy creators. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're so used to the work of hands, uh, more than technology. They really, really had to go to the basic. And we've adopted new members. Mm. Um, the, the circle, the, the creative circle is officially a group of 12, but... Um, we have new people coming in. We have Rain uh, to take care of our te- of our tech. Uh, we have Jeff to take to help us with social media. So um, because most of us uh, really had to go through the basic training how, how to really use social media, how to really how to really uh, work uh, behind you know in the back end. So yeah back to basics <laughs> it, 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 it really take it really takes time you know it, it's like going back to college yeah, so yeah. um but we are we are taking things uh, step by step we wanted to be sure with what we are doing we don't want to rush things uh this is something that we intend to do for long term so um there's no rush uh we 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 stay on purpose um that is our that is our guide going and i think with with um with creatives too i mean a lot of our friends the creative friends wanted that physical connection so i understand um the the need to be physically there especially with garage sales like you want to go there you want to look at the products like the, it's it's really that different experience to go and thrift you know to go to the thrift stores and to, to look at these secondhand items so i hope that this covid is going to go away and we're going to go back to our normal lives and do like things like this garage sales in the future you know re- reducing our yeah, waste exactly it, it's, it really brings a different experience when you feel the texture because it's the only item available <laughs> you know it's not something that you manufacture yeah uh, and you, so it's a different experience you are exactly at the venue of a garage sale and not only um in the garage sale events too i notice it's not only secondhand items you also have other vendors who sell their goods and products there like locally made products yeah we do um we actually wanted people uh the neighborhood to discover what's in their community someone makes sardines um, in your community, why do you have to buy it elsewhere? If someone is making the durians next door, so you don't have to go elsewhere. Plus, um, we reduce the need for packaging. If it's just next door, then I'll just bring a bottle. Nice. I want to to buy 100 grams. Yeah, for sure. That's the intention to to bring, um, to involve the local businesses so that they can be covered. 
Okay, so what is what is some of your advices to community leaders or community builders, event organizers, people in the industry of the zero waste lifestyle? Well, what are some of the things you would like them to know about now that you guys have a team that supported you, you have some partners, what are some of the lessons you would like to share with them? I don't have a lot of years yet in business. Um, I have been doing mostly freelance work for the most of uh, for the most of the years in my professional life. So I'm not sure I really qualify to offer advice, but if I must share something with entrepreneurs, uh, with community builders, I will have to borrow what I learned from someone else who is more experienced. There was a time when Sheila of Cacao Culture yeah. shared this during her, I know you're friends. <laughs> she shared this during uh, her talk that I organized for Connected Women Davao. And it just sticks with me for a very long time. And that has in a way guided me when it comes to deciding the path that I will take in this business. She shared a definition of entrepreneurship that came from another entrepreneur mm -hmm. uh, that it is this constant hunger for making things better and the idea that you are never satisfied with how things are. So when I think about this, I always ask, can I do better? And that's the path that I want to take. That's the path that we are going to take as a community, as a team. Um, not the comfortable one, not the convenient one, but the path that makes us do better that makes us be better. And that has led me here to where we are. And I hope more and more entrepreneurs, innovators, disruptors, mm -hmm. find courage to always be better, to always do better. And because I know that it's easier said than done, mm -hmm. um, but if everything were easy, where is the adventure in that? I mean, how do you grow from there? So I hope that gives um, some food for the thought. Yeah, there's always, always another level, isn't it? Like you've always, you thought you've arrived, but then, okay, there is another level to this. There's something more to this. And and Sheila came on. Sheila was the very first guest on the podcast. And she's, <laughs> and they've done great too as, as a business. And I think seeing how in our community in Davao City, how we are the largest city in the philippines by you know location by physical physically geographically but the business community here is so small too and it's it, the the community builders around us is so small and it's so nice to see that we influence each other we get inspiration from one another and your story with how you pivot from the garage sale and now you're doing it online and you guys are building a platform um, for next year there's just another piece of you know another level to whatever we're doing and 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 it shows and it shows in what you do i mean we, you've got tons of partners you've got tons of supporters and you know i just wish that we can be more conscious with with what with with our waste especially now with covid it's harder to move it's harder to um get stuff and a lot of a lot of a lot a lot more things are packaged differently Right. Um, you know, there's an, there's package after another package. So it's not just one package. It's now packaged thrice, uh, three times, right. because, because of because of the virus. And we understand that it 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 has to be done. But at the same time, there's just so many waste already, and on top of another waste. Exactly. And, and so we wanted to create a space where you know at least you can reduce 
I know we are a long way to go zero, yes. but we can take baby steps and we can do it now. And there is a place for you to go. All right. Um, I think we're almost top of, uh, top of the hour. I mean, if there's anything else, I think the last part, if you can promote the event again, this is November 5. Is that correct? Right. Um, November 9 to 15, we are hosting the first garage sale online in five different locations around Davao City. So I hope the Bawanyos will come check out their collections. And I also hope more, more people will discover that, you know, an old book, an upcycled accessory, junk journal, they make more meaningful gifts. But all the better if they will shop for things that they can repurpose themselves, they can recycle or upcycle, and that makes an even more meaningful gift item. I totally agree. And we look forward to um, joining the event. And guys, if you can visit the link, I will show I will put them in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us and listening to another episode of Disrupt Devil podcast. My name is Regina. Stay safe, stay healthy. Marge, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate your time and your story. Thank you, Raj. This has been a meaningful conversation. Thank you guys for tuning in to Disrupt of Our Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share this podcast and the businesses we feature with a friend. And if you really love what you heard, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, rate and review. That really helps us get the best guests, improve the podcast so we're serving you a podcast that you want to hear. Thank you all. Stay safe. See you around.